0: What's up, beautiful people? You are now checked in to Purposeful Rehab. I'm your host, Jajara. Purposeful Rehab is for a people that's determined to be restored for a useful purpose. So if that sounds like it's your vibe, make sure you click subscribe. And I look forward to vibing out with you in our next session. What is up, kings and queens? It's your girl, Jajara. We are back with another episode of purposeful rehab. Okay. I'm excited. I hope you're excited because this thing is about to be really, really good. Um, I don't know about you, but I needed this right here. When the Lord gave me this word about my, about our posture, I was like, Oh God, you, 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 you onto something. You're right on time. Okay. I don't know about y'all, but <laughs> he was right on time with that one for me because these last couple of weeks has been really 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 some trying trials that have tested my posture towards the lord and in life and um you know i don't know about y'all but when things come it shows us the areas we need to improve in and the areas that we've grown strong in and so i'm excited to be able to chat with y'all today because this thing about to be good. Get y'all paper, you know what I'm saying? If you on a roll, you know what I'm saying? It's okay. Get y'all little mental notepads together because there is about to be some big takeaways that you gonna get out of this for sure if you are listening. So with that being said, um, you already know how we do. We are recording on YouTube. If you're not on YouTube, make sure you hop on over there and subscribe to Purposeful Rehab. It is a vibe always. You know these are our vibe sessions. You are now checked in. If I didn't say it already, to our vibe session. And so, if you would like to vibe out with us, make sure you click subscribe and make sure you hit that subscribe button on. Um, your podcast platform as well, because we are double streaming. Okay. Um, you can go ahead and watch the playback on YouTube. You can hit the listen back on the podcast. So anyway, we're about to hop into this thing. As you see, the title of this is Keep Your Posture Right. Keep your posture right. Man, y'all. So Recently, and it's so interesting how the timeline flow of everything happened, because even with me um, starting recently, uh, last week, Monday, I started the 75 soft challenge. And if you guys have heard of the 75 hard challenge, then, you know, this is a variation of that. And, um, you know, I have been talking to the Lord about really wanting to get back into working out and taking care of my body because, you know, Especially as a black person, there are so many health issues that usually run in the bloodline of black people. And unfortunately, we know that um, our health system doesn't always cater to the black population. And so um I know my family history as far as sickness and disease. And, you know, I, I know I received a powerful word on behalf of the Lord concerning some of those things. And I just wanted to make sure that I was upholding my end of the bargain, Uh, even though God is already, he's already declared it and it's already done. I still want to partner with him and making sure that I, I make sure that I take care of my temple. A lot of times we look at this, the scripture of, Presenting our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, as you know, just abstaining from sin. But gluttony is a sin, too, y'all. Um, so it's important that we make sure that we exercise the fruit of self control that comes from the Holy Spirit when it comes to eating, okay? Um, because taking care of your temple that the Lord may dwell in. And it also deals with us being able to live, um, right? Being able to walk up some stairs, okay? What if he needs you to run after somebody? Because, you know, these demons, when you get the casting out of work in the deliverance, that thing takes some endurance, okay? And I am—I might sound funny, but I'm being for real. Um, and so it may sound a little crazy to some of y'all, but I know that deliverance ministry is something that the Lord is calling me to, so, um, not only am I a season in a season of being over the dance ministry, but I know that the Lord has been preparing me for deliverance ministry and I've been operating here and there and that, um, but I know that it's going to come a season when it's going to just be go time. And so I want to have the endurance that is required to do the work of the Lord, whether it's deliverance, whether it's dance, whether it is purpose. Right. We are talking about purposeful rehab. That is what it is all about. We're about living on purpose. Um, and so if even if it's entrepreneur wise. Right. What if the Lord has me traveling and um, doing many events in one day, workshops and things of that nature that I desire to do? I have to have the stamina for that. I have to make sure I know how to fuel my body with what is required so that. I can be able to sustain and do those things, and so, not to go off on a tangy. I don't know who needed to hear that, but um, it is important that we take care of our temple. And you know this this platform, this business, go unplugged, which is the the house of purposeful rehab. Um, it, we are housed under them, and um, the the whole purpose of glow unplugged is for. Us to learn to make our mental health a non-negotiable. And a lot of people don't understand that your mental health is directly connected to your physical health. I know a lot of times um, in therapy, um, it's something we call a rule out. And If someone comes in with any, you know, meeting the the quote unquote symptoms for depression or anxiety or things of that nature, we always make sure that we are asking them, you know, when was the last time they went to a doctor? Um, We are asking for those physical symptoms. Are you experiencing headaches, you know, um, stomach aches and things of that nature? Because there are physical situations and diagnoses that actually produce mental issues, um, and diagnoses. And so instead of diagnosing you with depression, when really you may have, um, a thyroid issue, I need to go to a doctor and make sure that you don't have a thyroid issue. And that's, what's causing these symptoms of depression, not depression itself. Okay. And so that's just, you know, something, um, just real quick, because today we're talking about your posture. And, um, as I said, the Lord is interested in how he has, you know, led me through these last, this last week or so, cause it's been crazy y'all. Um, and I'll get into that in another episode. Um, I'm praying on the right timing. I know the Lord is definitely preparing me to share with you guys what's been going on, but I just am not released yet to, to comment or to share quite yet the things that have been happening in the background. But, um, you know, I started the 75 soft challenge last week and, Realizing how it correlates with the natural of putting yourself in a position to make sure your posture is correct, no matter how you may feel. Because life is going to happen regardless. People are going to do what they do. But what is your posture? Okay. What does that look like? And a lot of us don't know what our posture is until... I heard that until (laughs) somebody tests you until, you know, life happens where you can't pay your bills. You lose a job. Recession is happening until someone dies. A lot of us don't know what the posture that we truly have until these things take place. Um, And, whether your posture is good or bad, right? You can only know until it's put to the test. (laughs) And so today I want us to leave here, understanding the importance of keeping your posture right. Okay. And we don't want to wait until a situation hits and then think, Oh, I'm gonna have the right posture because if you've been working out and you've been having bad posture or you haven't been having the right posture all that time, nine times out of 10, when that situation hits, you're not going to have good posture. Okay. Um, You're not going to be able to produce a fruit you have not been sowing for all this time. My God, that's a word. Um, I hope somebody catches that. But if you have not been preparing yourself or sowing for a particular fruit, right? You can't be sowing into the ground seeds for a harvest and then out comes an animal out the ground. Like it doesn't make sense. I'm putting seeds for vegetables and fruits and grain into the ground, but all of a sudden there's a cow coming out of the ground. It don't work like that. Um, And a lot of us, I think we, we look at life like, That's how it works. And the problem is, is because we're in this toxic positivity culture and we are being taught to fake it till you make it. We're being taught to just quote unquote fake our beliefs instead of really examining what you truly believe and seeing if your fruit. it matches up with what you believe. Um, And if it doesn't, now let's do some course correction and figure out what's in the way of you producing what you want to believe versus what you actually believe. But instead, we're in this toxic positivity culture where we choose to ignore the truth. We choose to pretend that we believe something we actually don't because we know to believe um, in our doubts, which we actually believe in, right? Our actual fears and our doubts that we aren't enough, um, that we don't have what it takes, that, you know, we we won't be able to complete it, that we aren't really loving, that we aren't really someone that people like to be around. We are mean, right? These things that are our truth, we don't want that hard truth because we know that those are the things that don't yield the fruit that we want to you know, receive. We, we don't want those fruit. Um, that's one. Number two, um, as believers, we know that those aren't the things that equal Christ. And so we don't want to accept those things because listen, that ain't Jesus. And I'm over here repping Jesus period. And the reality is you can rep Jesus all day. You can rep Jesus all day and it gives glory to Christ. So he's for it. But will he be repping you is really the question. And I don't know about y'all, but my goal is to make sure that the Lord is repping me. All right. Um, I'm repping him back to the foolish for sure. But it does, it. does it, it's almost pointless for me to rep the Lord, be used, and get to the, the eternal day with the Lord. And he says, depart from me. I know you not. Like, I don't have any relationship with him for real because my there's no fruit that actually says that I'm his. There is no claim on my life because I've been faking it this whole time. And um, I don't want us to be on here faking it, y'all. And so I don't know who, <laughs> who that was for, but, um, you know, this this day in time we're in is super, super important that we tap into the kingdom. We tap into the heavenly heavenly places. And when I say the heavenly places, right, we know in the heavenly places, and maybe some of us don't, but in the heavenly places, when I say that, it's not just the kingdom of Christ operating in the heavenly places. In the heavenly places, there's the kingdom of darkness as well. And although it may sound crazy to some people, when I say tap in, It's important to tap in because the Lord is able to use us in that place so we can be snipers. We can dismantle. We can cast down these things that are in heavenly places. And this is biblical. Um, What I'm saying to y'all, this is not nothing off the top of my head that I'm just pulling, pulling out the blue. Um, Let's just look for one. One of my favorite scriptures that really uh, brought me through a lot of places when I found it was Ephesians 6. And we'll look at 10 and it talks about the whole armor, okay? And I'm gonna just read out the NLT because it's an easy read. A final word, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. Let's pause, okay? We're coming in right into establishing what our spiritual posture is supposed to be. This is talking about our posture right here. The Lord is telling us that there are gonna be tricks and schemes the enemy got against you, but this is how I need your posture to be when it comes. I need you to be able to stand firm, and the only way you're gonna be able to stand firm is if you put on all of God's armor. Armor. Now, if I go into battle and I go into battle without my armor, but then I get on the battlefield and somebody get to shooting at me, and I'm like, oh, I gotta put my armor on because they shooting at me. Nine times out of ten, what y'all think gonna happen, right? Like. You're not gonna have time to now run and go put your armor on. So in order to be able to stand in that moment, I have to already have my armor on. I can't now, cause now, ooh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Now that I'm on the battlefield and real, now that I've realized I'm in battle and now I I realize that I need to put my armor on, instead of me being able to stand firm, against all the strategies of the devil. Now I got to run. <laughs> Come on, Holy Spirit. Now I have to run. Now I'm out of position and I'm out of place because I don't have my armor on. So I wasn't prepared. And so now I have to now run and be out of position to try to go and put the armor on. And now at this point, I've probably been overtaken by the enemy. So one of the one of the postures that we're called to be in And this is really the one you see repeatedly throughout the scripture, throughout the word of God is to stand. That is really our posture, honestly. Um, And there are some other things, too, that we're going to grab that the Lord calls us to do in in that time, not just standing. But really, that is the main. If you don't take away anything from this, I want you to take away your posture spiritually in all times with the Lord. it's being able to stand, okay. Now, what what you do while you stand, what's coupled with the stand, it varies throughout different seasons sometimes. But we're called to stand, right? Um, now going back to my point real quick about the um heavenly places and how I I was talking about being able to tap in and and really going into that and understanding that in heavenly places, um, although we've been conditioned to think of heaven and heavenly places as just strictly um, God, <laughs> um, it's actually re- referring to all things spiritual at this point, um, because the earth is our own domain. Um, and, and obviously we know that they come down, they come down, uh, the they come down and mess with us. Okay. And there's plenty Bible to back that up, right? One, we can think about the prayer of the Lord. We're asking him for, his will to be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Right. We know that it says that the earth is the Lord's footstool. He sits high. He looks low. We know that in revelations, it says that um, even though Satan was cast, that he fell from heaven, like lightning. And then it said, and that wasn't in revelations that just came to me, but in revelations, it says that um, he came down to make war with, with humans, us, you know, who, basically has a testimony of, 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 the lamb. So it, there is this depiction of these two different, um, you know, creations that the Lord has created anyway, not to go too deep into that, but it says for, we do, we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world against mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Okay. So, when I was talking about being able to go into those spaces, okay, I'm talking about us being able to tap in to not to our heavenly um, Father and being able to—he's the our, the angels there, you know—we able to tap into him, but we're also able to be sent to do the work of the Lord, even in the heavenly places, we're also able to be able to fight against these mighty powers that are, that are operating there. Um, And so not to go too deep um, into that, but our posture is super important because it dictates everything. And we're about to hop into that. I literally have three points for you guys that I want y'all to really take away. And the first one is that bad posture could sustain injuries. OK, when you have bad posture, right, and if you think about working out, if you have any trainer, if you have any coach, anything like that, and even the people who are not that into working out, I got y'all. It doesn't matter how many times you lift the weight. It doesn't matter how many times you do the squat. It doesn't matter how many times you do, you know, um, whatever kind of exercise they're giving you, um, how much weight you're lifting. None of that matters if your posture is not right. So a lot of times what you see a trainer or a coach focusing on is not the the reps, how many times you do the exercise. It's not how hard or how heavy you're lifting, but they're focused on your posture, first of all. They'll have you put all the weights down. They'll have you slow down so that you can execute the right posture. Because if you have bad posture, now you're putting yourself at risk for injury. You could sustain injuries when your posture is not correct. When your posture is bad, you are putting yourself at risk for straining something, for breaking something, for ripping something incorrectly, okay, and causing pain. So we looked at, one scripture for uh, for for spiritual posture. I want to give y'all a couple more for spiritual posture. When we have the right spiritual posture, and then we're gonna look at some examples of bad spiritual posture, so that you can get an idea of what I mean by having good spiritual posture. Okay. Um. One of the scriptures. Um. Another one of the scriptures I want us to look at is see. We're going to look at John 15. Okay. And so uh, again, I'm going to be reading out the NLT. John 15 talks about the vine and the branches. Okay. And it says, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit, and he prunes the branches that do not bear fruit so they will produce even more. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Let's just keep reading that. Yes, I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit for apart from me, you can do nothing. And anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. But if you remain in me and my word remain, my words remain in you, you may ask anything you want and it will be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my father. So one of our postures spiritually is to remain in the Lord. (laughs) To remain in the Lord. That's one of the ways to keep your posture right. No matter what's happening in life, no matter what's being thrown at you, no matter what's being said to you, no matter what's being done to you, no matter what things look like, good or bad, in your marriage, in your family, with your parents, with your spouse, with your siblings, with your your, your loved ones, you know what I'm saying? On the job, okay, with these wicked um, employers, okay, it doesn't matter at the grocery store, The DMV, it doesn't matter where you're at, what could be happening, what's being said. You are called to remain in the Lord because if you and it's the if and then for me and people don't catch the if and then. The Lord gives us conditional statements because it's a relationship. Okay, it's a give and a take. It's an if and a then. And a lot of us just read the then and skip the if. Oh, all I heard was, oh, I can ask anything I want. And the Lord is supposed to grant it to me. Amen. And I'm preaching that. Nah, sit down, you evil teachers of doctrines. That is not what the word says. And that's out of context. Okay. It says remain in me and I will remain in you. If you remain in me and my words remain in you. Okay. So we are called to have good posture, right posture spiritually by doing this as well we're standing in the Lord. We're remaining in his word. We're remaining in him. connected to him because then we're able to produce much fruit. And it mentions that he, he prunes, he prunes the branches that do bear fruit. So they will produce even more. (laughs) So we may be getting pruned and we can't run. And look, y'all, I don't know about y'all, but I'm gonna be honest. It was seasons where I was running. I didn't want the test. I did not want the trials. And I sure ain't wanna be pruned. It hurt, it sucked. I did not like what I seen in myself. The truth sucked. <laughs> I was like, this ain't it right here. This hurt, people leaving, you taking people. I, I don't get it, Lord. But the reality of it is, when I learned to remain in the Lord, And I'm still learning to remain in the Lord. The fruit that's being produced is is, is, like remarkable, y'all. I'll be mind blown by the Lord's doing in me. The fact that I can smile, you know what I'm saying, through someone persecuting me, harassing me. I can smile through them demoting me, firing me, whatever. I can smile through the lying on me. I can smile and be and have true joy joy in the Lord. Not smile and be cussing somebody out of my head. That's not the Lord, okay? Not smile and be low-key cursing them. And all. Nah, we ain't talking about that. That's not the Lord. I'm talking about having true joy of the Lord, okay? True joy of the Lord. Hey, beautiful people. Thanks for tuning in. Did you enjoy that episode? Well, you don't want to miss a new one. So make sure that you hit subscribe so you can get notified every time we drop a new episode. And if you're really feeling bold, share this episode with a friend and leave us a comment below. Stay blessed and encouraged. I'll see you in the next episode.